What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Herd Underground Podcast. I'm your host, Steph. Thanks for listening. Today, I have Badly on the show. First of all, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but this was one of my absolute favorite interviews. He is such a nice kid, and he told me I'm not old, which made me feel really good about myself. But overall, it was a great interview. For those who don't know, Badly went viral on TikTok, which is actually how I found his music. So, of course, we talk about TikTok today. He gives us some tips, some inside scoop on how he went viral, and all the backstory behind his TikTok game. We also talk about his music and how he's literally only been to five concerts in his entire life, which is wild. It's a really great interview with an awesome musician and an awesome kid. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Badly. Hello. Hey. What's up? How are you? doing good i'm doing good my zoom was freaking out for a second but i think i got it to work no problem well thank you so much for doing this yes i'm excited is that a record player it is a record player it's a record player cd player and cassette player old school it's awesome it's very old school yeah but uh it works pretty well three three a not useless items in one but three like i mean they're pretty useless (laughs) They're like, <laughs> they're pretty useless, but... Yeah, the record player's probably the, the like, least. The other two, though, yeah. The other two are useless. <laughs> I like to listen to cassettes, though. It's kind of fun. Like, mm-hmm. because it's amazing that they still work. Work. Yeah. So it makes it, makes it exciting. <laughs> you gotta find joy in the little things. <laughs> um, anyway, thank you so much for doing this. Um, yes. So this is, like about up-and-coming artists so i figured start off by just asking you like where did the name badly come from so the name badly um basically me and my cousin who um like we are best friends and we love music and we'll work on music still time to time but in high school we like both really wanted to do music and so we were going to be a, a band uh and like we came up with that name in his swimming pool just by like going through a bunch of different names we were like just saying literally anything i probably have a like notes list still on my um computer <laughs> but yeah we i don't know why we chose badly uh there was zero meaning whatsoever behind it we just thought it sounded and looked cool and then when I did my solo stuff, I just decided to roll with it because I was like, oh, it's kind of fun. And I like the idea of not having, um, like, my actual name yeah. be in it. Not that I, like, have a dual personality problem, but it's, like, <laughs> it's fun for people to be able to relate to badly because there's no prior, like, it means nothing. So it's, like, it's all the music. Did so. you, like, ask your cousin, hey, can I use this name? Or was he just, like, go for it? <laughs> yeah, he was cool. I mean, he's he's worked on um, a, a lot of the songs okay. that I've released. So, yeah, he's definitely cool with it. <laughs> cool. Okay, so, obviously, I found your music on TikTok. So, we're going to talk right. TikTok for a little bit. When did you join TikTok? I joined TikTok, I think, around August 2019 or September oh. 2019. Okay, so you've been on it for a while. What was, like, the leading decision for you to be, like, this is where I'm going to go viral? Um, there wasn't, like, a leading decision. I got on TikTok. I remember when I originally did, it was, I had, like, a friend. It was, like, dude, you got to get on this, um, like, in promote your music. And I got on it, and I remember I posted some music stuff, like, I don't know. No, I didn't. I, my very first video was making fun of that guy, like, the card guy or whatever i don't know it's a guy who does like optical illusions oh but (laughs) but i remember like 
for pretty much until March, I like would post a cover every now and then or like a thing of my music, but I just made like comedy stuff or okay. like making fun of my mental health and people enjoyed watching that. <laughs> um, <laughs> like I remember my very first video that went viral. I, I had two that got me like most of my followers in the beginning. It was like one where I was like, uh, you can't see, but I have a fan up there. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, look, it looks like I'm wearing one of those hats that oh has like the spin on it. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, very stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember like, that's what it was like. And then March, in March of this last year, I posted a video of uh, my song, It's Not You, playing in the background. And I just like, I was like in the mountains and I was like, there's a mountain and this is my song. It's not you. And that one like went like mini viral. It got like, uh, like 200,000 views or something. Um, yeah. But I, from that video, I was able to realize, oh, wow, this helped a lot. It like did a ton of stuff for me on Spotify mm -hmm. um, compared to what I've been. It's like funny saying that now compared to the advent, but it was like huge um, for me. And so then I was like, okay, I need to like be only promoting my music on here. Um, and then I didn't do that for like three months. <laughs> and then I actually deleted the app, um, I think in May. Really? Uh, yeah, I deleted all social media off my phone. I still don't have it on my phone. I have it on my iPad now. But oh, um, okay, because I was like, I just want to like chill for a little bit. Uh, but I got it back. And when I got it back, that's when I like started going really really hard on the app um and like using like final cut to make my videos uh which is probably a complete waste of time <laughs> but it worked on the one video um and yeah i don't know it, it's so much of its luck like i think it's good to post on there because like it's it seriously changed my life right but i don't think there's like a formula it's you know sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't so you never imagined you would hit like 98,000 followers? Like No, definitely did not think that. What was your reaction when you noticed that you were almost at 100,000 followers on TikTok? Um, well that like I mean I hit 90,000 like a couple days ago and I didn't really think about I I don't really like think about like number I only say that I'm saying only cuz like the huge jump happened in like the first 2 days that the video went off. Okay. So that's when it was like, "Oh, and now like it's not that it feels normal, but you know, it's like that relative." Right type of thing um i also just don't like i don't know i don't want to say this in the wrong way because then i'll appear like i'm really full of myself um <laughs> but like a hundred thousand dollars to me isn't or not dollars a <laughs> hundred thousand followers to me is it's not that it's not that much mm -hmm. like for me i'm like super super grateful and i'm like oh my god it's crazy but i'm also like dude, like, don't get ahead of yourself. Right. It's not like you're famous or something. Like, there's people on TikTok that have 100. Like, that's not that difficult to get on TikTok if you get a viral video. Right. Um, but it is still, like, very exciting um, and cool to see. I'd say the freak out moments happened the first, like, day. Because I was on live stream. I posted the video. Mm -hmm. And then, like, I was like, I had seen a couple other people make a similar type of video. So I was like, all right, I'm going to try it. Uh, and I made the video and I went on live stream and for like an hour there were like five people in the live stream and I was like sick I hate myself I'm so stupid <laughs> this did not work at all um 
And then, like, randomly, like, it was, like, started going out. There were, like, 30 people in the live. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then I looked at Spotify, and I can see how many people are currently listening to my music. Mm-hmm. And it was it's normally, at, like, 0 to 15. And it was, at, like, 40. Uh, and my brother was like, dude, what is happening? It's at 40. Like, we were, like, freaking out. We are like, this is so cool. Um, and then out of nowhere, it went, like, 200, 300, and then 1,600. And oh, I was wow. like, oh, wow. And I looked back at the live stream and there were a thousand people in the live and I was like, what's happening? That's crazy. Guess my video worked. Um, That's and so yeah, cool. like, like I, when I like logged out of the app, I had gone from like 16,000 followers, like 50,000 in like a couple hours. And it was like, wow, that's weird. So that was when like the freak out happened, but it's mostly because of what it was doing for me on Spotify. Not that I don't care about TikTok, but it's like, I have no desire to be a professional TikTok creator. Right. I do it because it's a way to get my music out there. Um, and I mean, the app's super fun. It is a lot of fun, even for like old, old people like me enjoy it too. Um, How old are you? I'm are 25. You I'm 25. Oh, no, that's not old. That's pretty We're old. It's so funny. My sister got married um, this past Saturday, and yeah. but the rehearsal dinner is just such a tangent, but it's important. <laughs> uh we were talking about that because somebody was like, oh, my God, I'm so old. I'm, like, 25. And I was talking about, like, it's all about perspective, I feel like, for people until you're, like, 30. Once you're past 30, it's like, okay, you're, like, not old, but you're, <laughs> you're like, a certain age. Um, but, like, when you're in your 20s, it's all about, like, what you do and how you act. Like, I, because I know some people who are 25 that, like, are married with three kids and like you would think that they're already like 70 the way that they act and then some people are 25 like wouldn't have guessed you're 25 because like you know you're cool like not Mm. that those people aren't cool but like you just like the way people act how old are you i'm 21 yeah wait four more years and then when you're 25 you will realize how old you are (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna be like oh my god i need you to tell me what i told her (laughs) i have been 25 for exactly 10 days and i feel like i should be signing up for like a nursing home like my life is over already and it's like like it's done (laughs) now i'm like really scared to hit 25 you don't want to hit 25 just like is it because the mental, you're just like, oh my god, yes. I'm closer to 30 than I am 20? Yes, and it's like, it, well, it's what you said, like, everyone's getting married around me, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm just so behind in everything in life, <laughs> like, I'm like, you're all married, and getting engaged, and having kids, and I'm like, meanwhile, I'm like, I'm gonna start a podcast, everybody. You're like, yeah, it's <laughs> podcast time. <laughs> hey, but that's so much more fun. Like, I mean, it's definitely fun, it's like, enjoyable, but I'm like, I see people getting their shit together, I'm like, oh, maybe I should try that. <laughs> You only, you only live once, so you it's only just choices. None of them's right. Um, all right, anyway. So, obviously, there's a lot of other people on TikTok that have gotten immense success with their music just by posting it. You know, Noah Schnacky got signed to a label, now he's on the radio, and I'm sure there's a bunch more. And, you know, you see the success of, like, Dixie D'Amelio and people like that. Do you ever see that in your future? Like, do you see this possibly leading up to, you know, a record deal and... Things like that, being on the radio, things like that. Uh, I mean, yeah, those possibilities have definitely been opened somewhat because of that video. Like, I have a manager now and an attorney, so that's crazy. Um, But it's also, like, all way more complicated than I thought. Um, Mm -hmm. I kind of had this weird thing where it's like, oh, yeah, if you, like, 
get to, to 300,000 follow or like 300,000 monthly listeners on Spotify, of course, like you get signed, but then it's like, well, maybe you don't because a lot of reasons, but also maybe you don't want to for a lot right. of reasons. So it's like the idea of like a label sign being like, Oh, I made it. Um, isn't as much nowadays as it used to be, but it's still great. But yeah, it's, it's interesting having a lot of those conversations these past couple weeks. I've learned a lot about the industry and I have a lot more to learn. That's pretty cool. So are you in school? No, I'm not. So not. I went to Texas A&M for two years and then I dropped out right. uh, last May. Good so, for you. You know what? Yeah, it. got those two years. Um, <laughs> definitely not the hours to call it two years. But <laughs> I, was, I was there for two years. Got it. Okay. So let's move over to your songs. Do you write the songs all yourself or do you have other people that write with you? Okay. So mm-hmm. what's your like writing process? Do you write lyrics first and then melody or reverse? my writing process is normally occasionally I'll write a lyric, like I'll type it in my notes, but that's like so one off and never happens. Most of the time the way it happens is I'll find a melody that I like either or like a hook that I like either with the guitar or something I'm working on in logic. Um, and then once I get kind of like, okay, I know the chord progression and I know like the hook, then I'll just make the chord progression, start producing a little bit of the song. And then I'll literally just put the song on loop and I'll just like walk around my room. I'm a huge whiteboard guy. Um, so have my orange is what we're using currently. Uh, and I just have a whiteboard behind my computer and I'll literally just like walk around my room and I'll have it on loop and I'll just like sing it until it makes sense. Like I'll like, it'll, it'll start out and it'll be like, and it'll be like, I told you. And then eventually like the, at the end will turn into words. Okay. I don't know if that makes any sense. It does. But it's like, and I'll like write on my whiteboard. If I'm like singing, like I'll like hum the first part of the melody. And then if I hear like, Ooh, I want the last line to be, you know, whatever it is. And then I'll write that down on the board. So I like make sure I remember that cool. and I'll just sing it until it makes sense. All right. So for your songs, I'm okay now and roses, what are they about? Mm-hmm. So yeah. And it, yeah, that's the problem. Whenever I say that, I feel like it also gives off the impression a lot of times of like, I don't even care what it is. Why does it sound cool? Like, and it's funny because at the same time, I really, really do care about my lyrics and I never write anything that isn't true mm-hmm. or mostly just cause like, it's difficult for me to like sing things that I don't think are true. Um, <laughs> but so like, I'm okay now is about, um, it was inspired by like a couple things in my life, not just specifically one. Um, but like it was a past relationship from like when, like, like the first line of the song, like high school, like I was in high school cause it's like, we were underage drinking, um, on a boat watching fireworks. And like, that was a true story. And that's what I like pinned it from. And then it's basically, I'm okay. And I was just about like that feeling you get every now and then about past relationships where it's like, it hits you. And you're like, ah, oh, what would it be like if we were still together? And you're kind of like romanticizing it for a little bit. Like, even if you had the worst split ever, you're like, oh my God, like, I think we'd be good together again. And then like, you're like, you're doing that for like five minutes or whatever it is. And then you're like, okay, wait, no, no, no. Like, you definitely don't want to be with them again. Um, not because like they're horrible or anything like that. Just either, like sometimes maybe, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's like, it's more just you're like, 
we're not a good fit or whatever. And so you kind of get out of that like headspace of being like, oh. And so that's kind of like the like where I'm like, I can tell you that I miss you. I could try when you back. Um, kind of the feeling of you're like, okay, I could like reach out. I could like see, you know, like where this right. could go again. So and then you just need a break. Uh, you need space. And then I think I'm okay now. A little bit of closure. Um, and then roses was kind of like, in a weird way, roses should probably be before I'm okay now. Um, but now that it's not, it never will be. Like when I do that, like I'm working on an EP that goes around those two. And I'm like, roses really should be before I'm okay now. But I get like OCD about that stuff. And I'm like, no, because you already released it under it. So now it has to go underneath it. Okay. Um, but roses is all about like, that's like the kind of when you're in the moment. Like it's the first half of the I'm okay now chorus dragged out and doing an unnecessarily long link. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's basically just me ranting. Like I had the line, I remember I was going downstairs to get an espresso and I had, and I was like, I, remember I was walking down there and I was like, where there were roses. I like, I don't know why that like melody came to my head and I was like with the exact words. And I ran upstairs after I got my coffee and I got my guitar out and I like knew exactly what chords it was going to be. Um, I don't know why that never happens. I'm not a smart, like Jacob Collier, like <laughs> music theory person. I don't even know music theory. So that's like, I think the one time in my life that's ever happened. Um, and then I was like, well, shoot, it's already Thursday and I have to finish these songs by Sunday and I'm not even close to finishing one of them. So I was like, I don't think I'm going to be able to make a whole song, but I could just like, I don't know. I, I love songs like Roses. A lot of people are probably like, ah, what? But I, so it's kind of like, not what's the word? Is it like a guilty pleasure phrase? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. It was like the kind of thing where it's like, I pretty much made Roses for me and anybody else like me. Mm -hmm. Where I was like, I'm just going to give the people what they want. I'm going to give them a giant sub bass and just like rant vocals. Like, but the point of the song was just the bass. Do you ever, like, have moments where, like, a lyric or something will come to you and you're, like, afraid you're going to forget it, so you, you do, like, just write it down your song, like, your phone? Oh, yeah, and I, I like, do voice memos okay. all the time. Like, let's see, what did I have? Where's one that will explain the process? <laughs> of course, I don't label any of them, so they all just say new recording 87. <laughs> this is Roses from... This is the voice memo. That's so right. cool. You still yeah. like have it on there. It actually doesn't sound anything like it. I'm just gonna play the first like six seconds, but it's different. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. So voice memos are where it's at. Cool, that's good to know. So do you have any artists that you look up to? Um I do like it's I don't have anybody that I'm like I want to make music that sounds like them because as soon as you do that, like, it's like, congrats. You just mm -hmm. like made something that's already been made. Um, but there's a ton of artists that like in like macro terms, I really like pull from and like sometimes it's more specific, but I never want it to be like, Ooh, I like that song. I want to make a song just like that. Mm -hmm. Like for instance, recently, um the norman i don't know if i'm allowed to cuss but the norman effing okay norman fucking rockwell by um <laughs> lana del rey and jack anatoff project yeah. like that one has been really really influential in the past two months just because like 
she's so creative with her vocal melodies and it's really cool to see. And then he does a lot of really cool stuff with dynamics um, of just like, I don't know, like making songs sound exciting without having to like put in some huge synthesizer or something crazy. Like he does really simple things to make them sound interesting. Um, I love Tom Mish. I love Eden. Um, I get told that my stuff sounds like Eden or Jeremy Zucker time to time. And I'm like, it's not that surprising because I've had definitely big phases in my life where I listen to each of them a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, else? Um, pretty much any song or artist that I ever like really like at a point in my life is probably influencing my music and I don't even know it. You know, it's hard to pinpoint. So I could just say like artists that I really liked at times, like 1975, like the album where it's like black and it says 1975. Yeah, they're like first album. That was like yeah. the best. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll say yeah. it. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's a, there's a lot. But I also like really was into like folk music in okay. high school, like Milk Carton Kids, Gregory Allen Isakoff, Peter Bradley Adams. So like there's I don't know it's I pull from a lot of different um, things. But when it comes to music, emotions kind of like everything for me. So as long as there's as long as I can feel something that I'm making, then I roll with it. All right, that's fair. So you're in Texas, right? That's what you said. Mm-hmm. Do you ever see yeah. yourself leaving Texas and like moving to either like Nashville, New York, LA, or one of the other big cities for music? Um, I it was like an afterthought thing, like kind of thing that I was like, oh, maybe like two weeks ago, and now it's like seeming like a thing, like, oh yeah, I'll definitely move to LA, um, which I hate that I just said that sentence. Um, <laughs> Why? I, I've never been to LA ever. I'm going for the first time in October. Um, is it October? No, yeah, uh, two days. Three. Yeah. Um, going for the first time, I don't know. From what I've seen, I feel like I'm not going to like it and that it's just not my style. But uh, I think it would be pretty difficult to not live there mm-hmm. and do this from what I've seen in the past couple of like weeks. I'm just like, I'd be flying up there so much. Um, so we'll see. I don't know. I'm just like a very not normal is the right word. Maybe it is. I'm a pretty normal person. Like, like, I just, I don't know if, like, I have what it takes personality-wise to be in L.A. and like it, but yeah. who knows? I mean, I've, I think I've only been to L.A. once, and I mean, I'm from New Jersey, so, like, New York is <clears throat> more my speed, Yeah, it's, like, very, very different. Exactly. Like, I've never been to New York. I've been to Philly. I'm a huge Philly person. Yeah, you're probably like, screw that. Um, Master <laughs> Philly. <laughs> But I definitely prefer East Coast over West Coast, like personality-wise. Yeah. The people are just like, it's my being in Texas, it's like a middle ground. And being in Dallas, it's like even more so. It's like, it's almost like there's no Dallas personality. It's also not a melting pot either. Like, it's like not boring. It's just like family consumerism. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> not like as an insult, but I'm just like, we don't have like a... So we can go anywhere, I guess. But I definitely resonate with East Coast personalities more. All right. So I'm assuming you've never gone on tour, correct? Correct. Is that something you are, like, excited for when the world opens up? Yes, very excited. Very excited. Well, it's funny. My manager was saying the other day that, like, if it wasn't for COVID, they'd have already, like, thrown me on a bus to, like, wow. go on, like, a, like, where I'm opening for people to her. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, kind of glad that's not happening right now. Um, <laughs> Does it make you I'm nervous? Sure. 
Uh, a little bit. Not as much as it used to. It used to make me a lot more nervous. Uh, but the more that I've done, like, TikTok live performing, mm-hmm. I've kind of, like, I don't know. I, obviously, it's very different. But I've gotten a lot more comfortable with, like, what it would be like uh, and what performing would be like. So, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm pretty excited for it. I think it'll be fun. I'm a, I'm a very, like, not roll with the punches, but, like, if I know people want to be there to see me, you know, like, that's not what makes me nervous. What's made me so nervous in the past is, like, I've had, like, like family friends be like you should play at our like event like like almost like a charity gig yeah like not like totally but a little bit and I'm like no that sounds horrible because <laughs> nobody wants to be there and then I'm gonna pull up and like play some depressing songs and then they're really not gonna want me to be there so <laughs> I like dreaded that like that's way more scary to me than playing at like Coachella okay all right oh would you ever want to play a festival yeah I've never even been to been to a festival not so even I like Austin City Limits out. I know. Never, I've only been to five concerts in my whole life. Like, Wait, how is that possible? I don't know. Three of them were Laney, so I'm just going to get off this interview. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, Laney's a good choice, though. I know. That's so sad. <laughs> they were all in high school. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I, I can't even, like, say, oh, maybe it's because, like, you live in Texas, but, I mean, yeah, Dallas is a big there's city. There's no excuse. I just, like... I don't know. I'm pretty. That's boring. crazy. Okay, so three were Laney. What were the other two? Uh, Foster the People and Eden. Not even a huge Foster the People fan. My sisters really like it. Eden is the only one that I was like really, really hyped to go to. Nothing okay. against the other two, but like that was the only one that I'm like I'm a legit fan. You've seen Laney three times, though. Then how did you end up at like three Laney concerts? It's like probably my biggest regret in life. No, not biggest regret. I was actually, I was a huge Laney fan, more just because I'm like, why have I seen one band three times and I haven't seen, like, that's just so stupid. Uh, The first time I saw Laney was like back in like SoundCloud days when they had just started. Uh, My cousin told me about them, saw them at House of Blues in like the small venue, like met, uh, met them. And that was like so cool. And like, I was like, wow, these guys are so sick. Wow. I mean, I've seen multiple bands, like multiple, like I've seen the 1975 nine times. So. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. So like, I mean, that's, that's crazy to me that you've only seen five concerts. Yeah. It's really weird. Especially for me, like in the music. I don't know. Like, I think it's just, um, not that I haven't ever been into live shows, but like, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I think it's just money, like, honestly. Oh, like, yeah. a lot of times it's like, so uh, do I want to spend $40 on this? Or, like, 80 Talk Like, I feel like they've gone up so much. Like, you'll yeah. look at a con, like, it'll be just ridiculously expensive sometimes. They are pretty outrageous every once in a while. But I always equate it to, like, I don't drink alcohol. So I always say I spend my alcohol money on concerts. And that's how that's I... That's huge. That's, that's how I, like, even it out. All right. So my last question for you is what do you have coming up? Like, in the future, do you have new music coming out, or what do you got going on Um, that you're allowed to talk about? Yes. Coming up, uh, I'm going to go downstairs and make ramen. Okay. Um, But more future (laughs) things, uh, I'm working on an EP right now that is, like, going to be revolving around I'm Okay Now. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know how many songs it'll be. I think it'll be around six to eight when it's done. Um, And I don't know when it's going to be out, but... It's going to be fabulous. I promise. <laughs> what? 
you you might you probably know this. What differentiates between like an EP and just an album? Like what I is, don't know that to be honest. What song just be an album? <laughs> I don't know. I if I had to guess, like I think an EP normally an album is like twelve songs. I think so. An EP would be like around half of that. Okay. But I, I don't know. I don't know. Like I think an EP maybe is just like anything less than twelve songs. All right. But hmm. like it's kind of non-existent now. Like I don't even know why we say EP. the only reason I'm not saying album is because, like, I don't want it to sound like it's, like, my first, like, huge project. Okay. You know? And I don't know. <laughs> that's <laughs> fair. That. I mean, that's fair. All right. Well, those are all of my questions. Thank Perfect. you so much for doing this. It was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, it's been fun. All right. Well, when the EP comes out, we should do another interview. Yes, absolutely. Perfect. All right. All right. I will do. Bye. Talk to you soon. Again, huge thank you to Badly for coming on the show. Absolutely cannot wait for your EP. Make sure you go follow him on Instagram at Badly Music and check out his TikTok. All will be linked in the description. And of course, follow me on Instagram too, at Steph Shalego. It'll also be linked below. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Mm-hmm.